This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is segment three of the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season number two. Episode number seven, Nico Horner getting no love. And Crowley, don't forget, we want the listeners to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. And let's talk a little bit about the Hall of Fame announcements. We knew this was coming, and uh, we have not podcasted since this was uh, officially released. So let's talk about Hall of Fame versus the Hall of Very Good. Yeah, this is where it gets tricky, man. On on Tuesday, Scott Rowland, third baseman for the Phillies and Cardinals, among other teams, was elected to the Hall of Fame. He's the only player that was elected by the Baseball Writers of America. You had a couple guys get close. Um, Those of you that listened last week to that awesome interview with Taylor McGregor, you know she was pulling for Todd Helton. He falls a little bit short. Billy Wagner, one of the dominant closers of the time, close to getting in. Um, surprisingly, Jeff Kent has officially dropped from the Hall of Fame ballad. Ten years, not getting in, and and that's it. Um, also included in the 2023 class will be Fred McGriff, first baseman for the Blue Jays, Padres, Cubs, and many, many more. Remember that McGriff was elected by the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee, made up of uh, uh, different MLB Hall of Famers and, and front office guys and all that stuff. And the Cubs' very own Pat Hughes is going in as the winner of the Ford Frick Award. So when you look at the 2023 class, you're going to have Scott Rowland, Fred McGriff, and Pat Hughes going in as a broadcaster. Were you surprised none of the other guys got in, Dustin? No, I'm actually glad none of the other guys got in. And I could be honest, I could say um, that Scott Rowland doesn't deserve to be part of that either. Again, Hall of Very Good, not Hall of Fame. I mean, Todd, when I hear Todd Helton's name, I don't think Hall of Famer. Uh, Billy Wagner, maybe? I mean, he was pretty darn good for... My, my Hall of Fame is you should be the all-star representative of your position for a decade. Then you're in the Hall of Fame. That, to me, that's what a Hall of Famer is. It, Jeff Kent not being on the ballot anymore surprised me a little bit. Maybe the guy, you know, shouldn't have been such a, uh, a, a you know, a you-know-what all the time to, to the media, right? He was always uh, kind of a jerk. That's the nicest thing I can say about him. And I know it's a podcast, but I'll keep the language on the uh, you know, PG-13 level. But Jeff Kent, a jerk. Um, and just because you're a jerk doesn't mean you shouldn't get in. But unfortunately, that, that's the way this works a little bit. Well, you got to remember, too, though, that, that, you know, Ron Santo is a guy that was not very liked by the media, especially the East Coast media. And so, you know, he was out for a long time. I guess it just bothers me because... In my mind, it really is about your accomplishments on the field, not how, you know, you treated the media. Um, obviously, you know me. I, I'm friends with a lot of the guys, the beat writers. And, and and I've always, before I was even on this podcast, would talk to you and Molly and, and, and uh, you know, David Hall. Well, David and, Hall. And, David Hall has a vote. David right. Hall has a vote for this. And right. um, 
there was a lot we did a lot about this on the show and um you know keeping it to chicago for a second his vote and his talking to some of the other writers and his contemporaries i think helped uh mark burley stay on the list got enough votes to actually um you know stay involved in the list but again you know mark burley hall of very good not hall of fame but do you think that's good for baseball to kind of keep it so exclusive and so difficult to get in i guess so so well you, you need know, a class crawley here to answer your question you know you need a class um they need to have an event and i guess if if only pat hughes and we all love pat hughes but like if only pat hughes was going in you know what kind of a crowd would they have that that, that town cooperstown new york you know lives on hall of fame weekend the businesses the hotels the tourism that that's their whole year basically right Right. Um, I mean, not their whole year because they do a lot of Little League stuff, too. But that's a big, big part of it. I just these names just don't do that just doesn't do a whole hell of a lot for me. I let's put it this way. I'd love to go out there. I've never been out there. I'd love to go out there for Pat Hughes. I think that'd be great. But I mean, if it was Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff and Fred McGriff's got a little Cubs stink on him, if you will. But, you know, that, that doesn't do a whole lot for me. Is there any money in the show budget to get us out to Cooperstown, man? I'll go. Let's go. Uh, no shot. <laughs> so, no shot. I mean, I would say more than anything, though, I think, you know, when I look at this, I've been to Cooperstown, and it is a really, really, really cool place. And, you know, I just wish things would have been different in the past. And what I mean by that is that they used to be really stingy about first ballot Hall of Famers. Ryan Sandberg, not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. And, and, I, and I I don't mind that distinction a little bit in baseball, but I mean, if you're a hall of famer, you're a hall of famer. That's what I don't like about the veterans. Like, you know, Fred McGriff got in after so many years and got in off the veterans committee. Correct. Right. Yeah, right. So what did he do? He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything else in baseball to all of a sudden get himself in. It's probably because of the fact to what the point 30 seconds ago, they got to put somebody in because they need a weekend. I think I think a lot of it too, though, is that when you take a look at numbers and try to compare eras, and there are oversights. I mean, I, I, Ron Santo, one of the best players of his generation. Now, if you look at his numbers for a third baseman, especially offensively, you're not going to be blown away. But if you compare it to what was going on at that time, they had to change the size of the mound. It was so difficult to hit, right? right. But I think, going back to Santo for a second, Crowley, okay? I think okay. if Santo had not been such an ambassador for the Cubs and such a big part of Cubs radio, I don't think Ron Santo ever gets in. I think then, Ron Santo, I think Ron Santo got in because of what he did on the field and what he did in the broadcast booth. Now they're not going to come out and say that, right? right? He's not, you know, and Ron Santo is never going to win the Ford Frick Award either. Right. Okay. But I think the combination of those two things coming together and him and his getting sick, all of that, that's what got him in. But if you look, for some reason, there are certain positions in the Baseball Hall of Fame that are very underrepresented. Oh, yeah. and, and third baseman is one of them. And, and, and there's no way that anybody that watched baseball in that era didn't think that Ron Santo was by far one of the – it's Brooke Robinson and, and Ron Santo are the names that most people associate with the 60s third baseman. So I don't, I don't know – like and Scott Rowland, if you look at his numbers. And so, I mean, it, it's – I think, but Mike he, Schmidt, Crowley, Mike Schmidt, Hall of Famer. You, right, you just say, you, I mean, that, to me, that's what that's what makes it special. When you say their name, no matter if you're from Chicago, New York, St. Louis, Las Vegas, or Seattle, when you say the person's name, Hall of Famer. And these right. guys, these guys that are going in this year, do not say Hall of Famer. 
immediately. Outside of our guy, Pat Hughes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, the argument was brought up and this was about, uh, I think Mark Harmon from the Four Letter Network tweeted this out, just questioning whether or not you look at um, the idea of Mark Grace versus Scott Rowland and the numbers on that. And that's something that uh, a lot of people are kind of wondering. But again, it's the, the question is, is, is the genie out of the bottle? And the big name that pops up every time you do that is Harold Baines, right? Where we have no doubt that there were two guys on that veteran committee. They've changed that name a bajillion times. To the, to the from the veteran committee to the contemporary baseball era committee. They've changed it. But there's no doubt that uh, Tony La Russa and Jerry Reinsdorf pushed to get Harold Baines into the Hall of Fame. And so I, I guess the question then ends up being is, does that open the door to other players? And, and that would be a guy like Mark Grace, who had he's the only person who led the decade in hits, but is not in the Hall of Fame. So nobody had more hit. Now, again, as a first baseman, he wasn't a power hitting first baseman, which is what you traditionally think of in that position. And that's what's holding him back right now, right? It's but, the home but, run numbers, right? Right, right. I guess. I I'm, don't agree with it. I don't agree with it, but I'm just saying that that's going to be, if you ask, that would be the argument. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this here. And then I think part of the problem, Dustin, that we're taking a look at here, and when you're taking a look at the greatest players of a generation not getting into the Hall of Fame, this brings up the steroid era again. When you're taking a look and you're talking about guys like Manny Ramirez and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and all these guys that put up those gaudy eye-popping numbers, they're not getting in the Hall of Fame. So you're talking about a whole generation. And this is probably the generation, Dustin, you know, when you talk about like 90s into 2000s where you and I were watching a lot of baseball games, a lot of the guys that we were um, very much interested in, very much followed and were the guys that, that were the most dominant in the position. None of these guys are getting in. And some of them are getting in, but I think, you know, those are guys that have question marks about them. When you talk about the Mike Piazzas of the world, uh, what was the guy from Houston? Uh, not Biggio, but Bagwell, Jeff Bagwell. Jeff when you Bagwell. talk about these guys, and there's some question marks about some of these guys, that's where I kind of sit there. But, but I think that's where the Hall of Fame right now is hurting and maybe that's part of the reason why some of these guys like Roland are getting in. Like you said, you need to have a class and, and th- that this generation of baseball that's tainted with steroids are just not getting in. And so if you looked at the backlog of players that have recently dropped off, you know, you're talking about some of the greatest hitters in the game. Right. And part of the and other th- problem with grace is I'm looking inside the numbers, Crowley, only three all-star games, um, four gold gloves. I think he probably needs five of each right to to be a little bit more um considered there but again hits 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 and um all time he's 145th all time in career hits with just over 8000 um oh at bats i'm sorry that's at bats uh hits 2445 so sorry. 120th uh all time six of the six of his seasons he was in the top 10 
So that's and, that's 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 pretty darn good. That that's his that, that's his biggest reason uh, for possibility of getting it. Right, and the argument that I'll always tell people sometimes is that like your numbers may be affected by the teams that you're on. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like maybe he gets even more hits and more RBIs if he had anybody to play with in the decade of the nineties. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. No, no, oh. no doubt about it. So listen, you know, it's good for Scott Rowland, I guess. Um, great for Pat Hughes, Fred McGriff. Fine. I'm sure Chicago will be very well represented out in Cooperstown this summer, Crowley. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, you know, I'm still debating. I don't know if the travel budget, I got a couple different trips coming out there, but who knows, maybe if somebody's got an extra hotel room and doesn't mind bunking up, I'll maybe try to run out there. It would definitely be fun. And like I said, I'm dying to see Pat Hughes get in and I have a feeling that his speech is going to be absolutely awesome. Absolutely. Well, that's a wrap season two, episode seven, Nico Horner gets no love is in the books. Crowley. We're going to remind everybody to listen, download review, and most importantly, subscribe to the fly, the W podcast. And don't forget to follow the socials. You can follow us at fly the W six seventy on Instagram and Twitter, fly the W on Facebook. You can email us fly the W six seventy at gmail.com and go Cubs.